we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for June 27, 2022. I'll go ahead and open us up with our updated group prayer list of current event prayer points and praise the Lord Jesus Christ we're able to um, subtract the uh, prayer requests regarding the overturning of Roe versus Wade and we're going to be discussing that at length today <clears throat> as well so that is definitely answered prayer I'll go ahead and open us up Father God in heaven in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray for you to expose and destroy the great reset agenda worldwide designed to bring in the new world order and for your divine intervention regarding the conflict in Ukraine Please protect the Christians, the innocent, and the righteous in the Ukraine and the surrounding areas, and may this conflict be used to bring forth your truth and righteousness. We pray that every evil plan and scheme of, the, of evil be exposed and destroyed regarding this war, and to expose and destroy the COVID-19 agenda worldwide with all of its big brother agendas like DNA, defiling, graphene, oxide-filled, parasite-ridden, nanotech-laden vaccinations from Pfizer, Moderna, Janssen, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, and others, <clears throat> and for the stoppage and the eradication of all contact tracing programs, forced mask wearing, social distancing mandates, lockdown and quarantine mandates, and the implementation of the COVID-19 digital passports, and for God's judgment and destruction to be on the, the vaccine and medical cartels perpetuating this evil to be exposed and destroyed, and to thwart any deep state false flag attacks in order to blame anti-vaxxers, Christians, and gun owners. Regarding the body of Christ, we pray for strength, endurance, courage, guidance, favor, divine providence, and foreknowledge, and the power to overcome all this wickedness that is increasing by the day. We pray as you instructed in Luke 10 2, that the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into the harvest. We pray for the destruction of CERN and all the other 30,000 plus particle colliders worldwide and for the destruction of all D-wave quantum computers and for all er and eradication of every wicked portal or doorway. These devices and all witchcraft taking place in the universe have opened and all dark matter that they have created would be destroyed and for the reversal of every Mandela effect that they have produced. We pray for the destruction of the wicked plans of this current evil American, administra uh, uh, American political administration and for the fear of God to be upon them, both Democrats and Republicans, and if they will not repent of their wickedness, that God would hedge up their way with thorns and have them in total confusion and derision, and that they would turn on each other and devour one another, and against every level of government that has been hijacked by wickedness. We also pray for the destruction of the Chinese, communist Chinese plans for taking over America, Mexico, and Canada, <clears throat> and elsewhere and for the eradication of groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa, for the diverting of any incoming asteroids or meteors that might hit the Earth, for God's intervention regarding the Second Amendment and the disarmament gun confiscation situation developing in the U.S. and elsewhere, for God's intervention regarding the coming food and water shortages and the honeybee die-off worldwide, for the stoppage of all U.N. troops already in America and elsewhere, for God's intervention regarding all weather warfare to destroy crop yields and create famine. <clears throat> for God's intervention regarding the wildfires caused by directed energy weapons attacks and the wicked plans surrounding this to be destroyed. For the defense protection and victory of all Christians worldwide, especially the persecuted, and also all the targeted individuals uh, worldwide. For the eradication of all pandemic plagues worldwide. For the destruction of the exploding GMO, weaponized tick, and mosquito populations everywhere. For the stoppage of all illegal alien terrorist embedded soldier caravans coming up through the U.S. southern border. For the stoppage and the exposure of the Latin American, Chinese, Russian, and Muslim fifth column sleeper cell soldiers embedded in America and elsewhere. For the destruction of the 5G and 6G radiation sources and the thousands of satellites being launched sending intense microwave radiation over the entire Earth. Specifically for God's judgment on the companies of SpaceX, OneWeb, T-Telesat, AST and Science, OmniSpace, Amazon, and EarthNow and for the physical protection of all of our families and animals from these EMFs. 
for all Christians to wake up and spread the gospel and push back against all their freedoms being taken away, for the destruction of the 501c3 FEMA clergy response teams being activated in America to, to betray and destroy the Christians and that they would be exposed. We pray against the slaughter of Christians worldwide and for the eradication and the exposure of all pedivore, pedopredator, and all child sex trafficking networks worldwide like Protasia and Nambla. We pray for the destruction of all adrenochrome harvesting complexes worldwide and for the rescue of all the children in prison in these satanic torture centers and for the destruction of the LGBTQ movement and against the normalization of all child molestation and sexualization of teens, children, and babies for the protection of all infants, children, teenagers, adults caught in these evil networks and for the eradication of all adult and child pornography, bestiality pornography, and snuff film sources and businesses for the eradication of all abortion clinics and Planned Parenthood centers worldwide, and the stripping of all power of witchcraft from their owners and their employees, for the eradication of all witchcraft being done worldwide to try to bring in more evil death and destruction, against the implementation of the internet kill switch, for the destruction and the plans and wickedness of high-level politicians everywhere, for the destruction of the mandatory vaccination mandates being implemented, and that the truth would come out about them, for the destruction of the wicked factions of modern medicine, the pharmaceutical and vaccine industries, for the masses to get saved and have eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth. We pray against the full implementation of the Real ID 2023, and for the stoppage of the South African genocide of whites and the genocide of blacks in Africa, for God to neutralize and stop the Fukushima nuclear radiation contamination and nuclear radiation reactors breaking down worldwide, for the canceling of any Big Brother draconian changes taking place worldwide, against further vote rigging in the elections everywhere, for the stoppage and the exposure of the Muslim invasion of Europe, America, and Canada, for the eradication worldwide of all planned deep state and Muslim false flag events everywhere, <clears throat> for the eradication worldwide of all chemtrail programs, Nexrad Doppler ultrasound weather manipulation, and NASA blast wave accelerators, for the destruction of all wickedness being perpetuated by Hollywood, Netflix, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and all the tech giants and dominant streaming content producers, for the destruction of all non-human entities that walk among, defile, exploit, murder, and infiltrate humanity. For the pop, culture, rock, and rap music that they would be eradicated. For the eradication of the Vatican, Pope, and Catholicism and that the Catholics would be saved. For the destruction of the global banking cartels and the 13 families of the Illuminati. For all satanic ritual abuse and MKUltra mind control victims, that they be delivered, saved, and protected from the satanic agenda that has been implemented against them, and for the wicked factions of the public universities and the public school systems to be turned to righteousness, and for the Lord to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any and all COVID-19 vaccine spike proteins, nanobots, nanoparticles, nanotech, graphene oxide, microchips, implants, luciferase, hydrogel, wicked bacteria, viruses, candida, prions, and parasites in or on our bodies, and to deactivate, neutralize, and destroy, and purge any other wicked things the globalist elite may have gotten into our bodies. And we loose legions of angels regarding all these prayer points to accomplish your will, and we bind up every devil, demon, evil entity, or fallen angel that would try to hinder these petitions and command them to go where Jesus Christ tells them to go, and we command that none can come to take their place. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Okay, so we're going to get right into it today. And um, <clears throat> we're going to talk at length about the whole Roe versus Wade being overturned. The first one I wanted to cover, though, uh, this is a report that came out this week. And I'm not going to really say anything more about the COVID stuff this week. I just don't have time to get into it. But this report came out, COVID jabs linked to surge in demonic possessions, religious leaders say. There are now so many fully vaccinated people showing up, showing strong signs of demonic possession 
that now these are the ones that get the COVID shot in particular. Okay, not just any vaccination. It was the COVID-19 shot. Okay, so I'll just read the first sentence again. There are so many people that are now fully vaccinated showing strong signs of demonic possession that a new St. Saint Michael Center for Spiritual Liberation and Exorcism is opening up in Manila, Philippines. And yes, this is Catholic. Okay, they're, even the Catholics are identifying this as a, as a problem. According to reports, the new site will be dedicated to performing exorcisms on people who got jabbed from the uh, Wuhan COVID-19 uh, coronavirus. Father Jose Francisco Sequira says he receives about 10 reports every single day of demons infesting the bodies of the COVID jab. Now, I've said this for years that all vaccines have a demonic component. You All you have to do is get a physician's desk reference, crack that bad boy open. I'm they're probably about a foot thick at this point. I haven't seen one in a while, a, a newer version. Um most of what is in a physician's desk reference which is just the listing of all the drugs that are out there and then all the myriad of side effects and contraindications and um basically their real true ingredients and there's a ton of stuff in there but every single vaccine without exception has horribly demonic witch a witch's brew of ingredient lists in there horrible I mean, so many of them are cultured off aborted babies, number one. Human diploid cells is the way they, they word it in there. And there's there was three different cell lines for a long time, and now there's more. There's more aborted babies that they're using. But it takes more babies to keep that cell line, more aborted babies to keep perpetuate those cell lines. I've got into this in previous studies. Or disease green Reese's monkey kidneys. That's another one they culture. Or chicken embryos. And then you got, you know, all the ingredients, mercury and and aluminum and all detergents and uh, pig serum albumin. I mean, all these. It literally is, is a witch's brew. But the COVID-19 vaccine is a whole other demonic mess. And there is a demonic component with, I believe, all vaccines. And a lot of different pharmacia, which is where we get the root word for sorcery. And also the root word for pharmacy and pharmaceuticals and things of this nature. So, I have been talking about this particular subject. I've done whole, not maybe not whole studies, but I've got a whole file now on what these things are potentially doing to your DNA, how they're potentially affecting you spiritually. Um, it's not good. It's really bad. So, I believe we're going to see more and more of this type of manifestation taking place. The Roman Catholic Church is, re is responsible for erecting the facility, which is reportedly the first of its kind in Asia. Priests will be trained in the art of expelling demons and Securia, um, oh, the, who is the director of the archdiocese, will hold the position of chief exorcist. The problem is here is that you've got guys, these priests, that are in a satanic system known as the Roman Catholic Church which has as its central pillar basically idolatry, false religion, works-based religion. Um, so many things that they do are not biblical. Uh, I, I've done more teachings probably in Catholicism er, more early on than about any other subject I covered. Uh, it would be redundant at this point to really do a whole lot more on them. You just can't Catholicism, and I could probably keep you occupied for a, 
solid month or two with the teachings that I previously done on this. Um, so the problem you run into here is that <laughs> these priests, however, uh, maybe let's say they're all, they've all got great intentions, but there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof the ways of death. And you can't take a priest who's already demonically infested because of the death cult that he serves and expect them to be effective at expelling demons from other people. You can't use heli water. I'm sorry, holy water. It's not. There's no. There's no Bible to that at all. And you're expelling demons. And I really believe a lot of these demons play along with this, with these exorcisms. Now, so much of the time they're ineffective, and there and there's no fruit produced in these types of things. Typically, if you watch paranormal shows, they'll always bring in a Catholic priest at the end if if they've, you know, if nothing else works. And nine times out of ten, the problem never leaves. And if it does leave, did it really leave? I'm just very, very skeptical of Catholic exorcism. You've got guys that are, you know, in a priesthood that is dominated by child molesters. Dominated. It's a statistical fact. And what does the Roman Catholic Church do? They typically just move them from one diocese to another. Maybe pay them under the table, whoever they've molested or whatever, and then they move them to another diocese, you know thousands of these what kind of wicked fruit is that and why would i want them performing an exorcism on me you know i don't want them getting near me so this goes on to say after performing the exorcism ritual on some people sokira who's this guy francisco sakira uh, says the demons that were cast out, at least in this one exorcism, texted him. You heard that right. <laughs> they texted him. In one instance, he claims to have seen a woman levitate after becoming possessed, only to have the demon later send threatening messages to his office smartphone. <laughs> Oh, man. While Sakira was talking to the woman and her companion, the phone, I guess his phone was in a completely different room. He goes on to say the devil has power over anything electrical. Oh, that's if, I mean, I, I okay, what, what if you've prayed over your electrical devices, though, and prayed God protect them? I, I know I've had electrical, weird, glitchy, weird issues with computer stuff. And, Typically, it's a matter of me not having done the preparatory prayer, you know, regarding that particular problem. But yeah, I, I would agree if, if you know, the devil had his way. Yeah, he's going to have power over anything electrical. The archdiocese's quote is saying, adding that the message he received from the alleged demon accused him of being a sinner and a liar. He goes on to say, if this place is infested, for example, they would want their presence known. Usually the lights would flicker. I I give a talk and use a certain gadget and use a certain gadget. The devil would easily shut it down because he's an expert on anything electrical. So that's interesting. Um, now you got demons texting people of it, Alan. That's that's a first. That's that's a first one I've heard. In the United States, demon possession is currently at a fever pitch, especially now that we've entered Pride Month. 
We're going to talk a lot about that too. Children everywhere being dragged by their parents and their guardians to parades and bars where transgender drag queens are flashing their body parts and reading them books about gender identity. And, and that is the lowest, most evil form when, you, when you're subjecting a child to that. And that's quickly becoming now an absolute national movement to defile children, which is going to be what we're talking about um, at length here coming up. Demon activity and even possession are clearly on the rise, wrote someone in the response to the news about the new exorcism facility. Those who dabble in the occult and witchcraft are especially vulnerable. Well, yeah, I mean, they're literally inviting the demons to work through them. So that's going to be what's going on there. Now, regarding the overturning of Roe versus Wade, top headlines read. I'm just going to read you the top headlines as they were coming out when this happened. One was shockwaves. This is, most of these are off drudge. A lot of these are off drudge. Uh, then Supremes end protection for abortion in place for half a century. It was protecting abortion. It was protecting the murdering ritual of abortion. They end the, how dare the Supreme Court end the protection for murdering unborn babies. I mean, it didn't work out too good for the unborn babies, you know. Satanic Press says the most significant curtailing of an established constitutional right in history. Nowhere in the Constitution is abortion listed as some constitutional right to slaughter your baby in the womb. Nowhere. So again, they're just lying mouthpieces of Satan, which is what you expect. Constitutional right. That's, that's, a, that's a hot one list and now i don't know this is i've seen different ones it says 26 states where it will, will become illegal um pence uh, mike pence says make it national meaning all states texas attorney general declares agency holiday in remembrance of the unborn violence fear after the decision and then in the last you know day or so row rage bring your rifles violent clashes dhs warning assaults against clinics parents surge protests erupt developing new york city la um chicago uh, libtard demonstrator scales F frederick douglas bridge over the scotus abortion ruling and calls for others to rise up Pelosi says, what is happening here? Maxine, Mad Maxine Waters says, to hell with the Supreme Court. We will defile them. Fake Congresswoman AOC, and she is fake. She literally tried out for that part. AOC tried out for that part. She was a barmaid doing wet t-shirt contests like a year prior. She has no, no credentials to be a Congresswoman. Of course, I would estimate that none of these others do. She tried out for the part she won it that's the only reason she's even in where she's at but aoc um says that uh fake congressman aoc calls for people to get into the streets over the scotus abortion ruling calls the ruling illegitimate obama says the court is attacking freedom the freedom of a woman to kill her baby biden says women's lives are at risk and i say what about the unborn baby's life pedo joe what about their life and then unacceptable setback says Bill Gates, George Soros condemn the SCOTUS Roe versus Wade overturning globalist call for shutdown of baby part uh, calls for shutdown of baby part pipeline as an assault on human rights because 
the abortion industry, and we've covered this many, many times, is um, one of the reasons they want to do it is they're selling baby parts. They're selling the aborted baby parts. And Project Veritas caught all that on camera with the, where the lady at Planned Parenthood was saying, okay, we get this for a, a, a baby brain, we get this for a baby's eyes, and these type, and was chuckling and chortling over it, the whole thing. So um, they're saying... Satan says, essentially, that the shutdown of the baby part pipeline, and that's not what, I mean, there's a long way to go on this. This is a obviously a very good thing, but it's not like the abortion industry has been shut down. They're saying, though, that shutting down the baby part pipeline is an assault on human rights. That, that just shows you how wicked and evil and of their father, the devil, that they are. Then, next report. How the, how the sellout, satanic gatekeeper, fake Christian, John Justice, I'm sorry, Justice John Roberts, how he lost control of the Roe versus Wade narrative. This is one of the, this is the top uh, story on Drudge. The Chief Justice had zero support for his lukewarm middle-of-the-road effort regarding Roe versus Wade, which would which would have not overturned Roe versus Wade. Now, this guy, I can remember when I was speaking at a, um, it was a UBS conference, uh, Unregistered, Unregistered Baptist Fellowship in, um, it was in Indianapolis. I was one of the speakers. And I can remember... The, the biggest buzz about that whole weekend, by far, was Justice Roberts is going to visit us for a time, little time, and he's our boy, and, and man, if he gets into the Supreme Court, things are really going to change for the better and all this other stuff. And he's Catholic, too. And I really didn't know a whole lot about him. I thought, okay, well, whatever, I mean, you know, um, sounds good to me, I don't know. Um, I wasn't as up on things and I don't, I, he's done a lot of wickedness since getting into the Supreme court. I could probably do two to three hour study on all the wicked, evil things this devil has done since he's got in there. He didn't want to overturn Roe versus Lee. He was supposedly one of the, obviously the conservatives. That dude sold his soul to Satan. I don't know if it happened to get in there or if it happened afterward. But he is evil. I have seen him do garbage like this over and over and over. Just in the 16 years since ContendingForTruth.com has been around. So that didn't surprise me one bit. He wanted a middle of the road, lukewarm, vomit, where God's going to vomit the lukewarm out of his mouth approach just let them keep killing the babies. Don't overturn it. I'm a Christian. I'm a Catholic. I'm the chief justice. I'm the voice of reason. But it didn't work. As shockwaves spread Friday from the Supreme Court's monumentous decision striking down Roe versus Wade, one notable casualty of the ruling became evident. Chief Justice John Roberts. After nearly seven months of deliberations, Roberts found precisely zero takers among his fellow justices for his incrementalist, 
lukewarm approach that would have avoided overruling Roe for now. So he just wanted to kick the can down the road, which is what Satan typically likes to do on stuff like this. But allowed, but then it allowed Mississippi to impose a near ban on abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. I guess that was his concession. The court's conservatives dismissed Robert's stand. Now, I'm not saying the, I'm not like over here to praise the Supreme Court, okay? I, I, I can't do that. I'm glad they did this. I'm glad they did this. But every one of them had done pretty much made wicked decisions. Clarence Thomas seems to be, I, I would say, probably the best among them. Haven't heard a ton bad about him. But he, the ones that Trump put in, I mean, there's been all kind of, on every one of them, bad, bad stuff that they've went along with. Um, the court's conservatives dismissed Robert's stance as unprincipled and impractical, while the liberal justices called it wrong. They, the liberals didn't even want anything to do with his with his lukewarm approach his compromising lukewarm approach. So, I, I wanted to give a nice shout out to old uh, Justice Roberts for for this, one of the many things I've seen him do um, since he got in there that's been just totally wicked. Roe being overturned does not end abortion. Praise God, Roe versus Wade is overturned. However, the fight is not over. States nationwide will make exceptions for Abortion. Personhood Alliance president reacts to the Roe decision. And this is Les Riley of the Personhood Alliance president. The overruling of Roe versus Wade does not mean that abortion across the country will end tomorrow. The legal and political battles for recognition of personhood and equal rights for all will be fought at a state and local level now. In many red states, there will there are already laws in place that will give substantially more protection to the preborn, which will no doubt face challenges from those who want to see legalized child killing continue. While in liberal states and at the federal level, we can expect efforts to make unrestricted abortion up to and even after birth, we've talked about that lately, a fundamental right. These efforts will need to be met with strong opposition by defenders of life. So in other words, just don't like, it's, it's great to celebrate, but don't like, they're imploring people don't go back don't go back to sleep because this fight's far from over um then it says now the attention of all pro-lifers must turn to the states and their elected officials because our fight against abortion will continue but now in earnest at the state and local levels please click here to contact your state legislators now it's a it's a link i give you it's in the pdf and it will be for june 27 2022 and i'm gonna go ahead and put so you can find it easy. I'm going to put the link in light blue. because, And I don't have anything else really. It's going to be probably on page... Mm, I don't know. Probably about 9, 7, 8. It's, it's kind of hard because I don't have the my, my PDF all um, done quite yet. But I give you the link. And encourage them to do everything in their power to stop abortion in your state. And I'm going to play this brief video by... Um, Pastor Trujillo, Trujillo, and so Roe v. Wade has been overturned. Hallelujah. The bloodshed of the preborn isn't going to end, though. They're going to continue to be butchered in this nation, even those states which claim to be against abortion are going to say, but you can kill this group, you can kill this group, you can kill this group. 
Understand, for nearly 50 years, the pro-life, pro-family groups, the ones who claim to be for the preborn, hid behind the lie of judicial supremacy, saying we have to wait till the court undoes Roe to see the preborn protected while murder is actually going on. In fact, Roe came up before the court 38 times from 1973 to the present, and every time until now, it was upheld. So here's what's going to happen, just so you know. You're now going to see what your Republican representatives at the state level are really like. They no longer have the lie of judicial supremacy to hide behind. You know, where they told you for years, oh, I'm against abortion, but the Supreme Court is ruled and all we can do is obey. Now that they don't have that lie to hide behind anymore, you're going to see how they come up with exception after exception after exception in murdering these helpless preborn children. You're going to see how they don't have fealty to Christ nor to the preborn neighbor. That is why it's extremely important for you to demand that they do right to go to any and all public hearings. Any <clears throat> bills that allow the murder of the preborn must be withstood. You must attend the public hearings, you must speak, and you must defeat these bills and demand that they do their duty and outlaw this murder and end this innocent bloodshed. Please send us videos of you interacting with your magistrates at public hearings. Um, we may feature them here at Defy Tyrants. Those videos are a great encouragement to us and to others and give people instruction. He gives you his email address at the bottom. Um, it's Matt. M-A-T-T -T at lessermagistrate.com. And it's also, I believe, with this, uh, the link to this video, you can find all that as well. And that's in the PDF. As to how to talk to their magistrates. Okay. So, so Roe v. Wade has been over to... Okay, sorry there. Uh, all right, so we have that. And then going further, as demon-possessed abortion activists rage and riot over Roe versus Wade being overturned, baby-killing supporters in the MSM, mainstream media, and politics continue to lie by calling abortion reproductive health. Think about that. Reproductive. That, ins that kind of insinuates you're making a baby, right? Reproductive. You're reproducing. But you're reproducing the baby that you're going to kill. How is that health? How is that reproductive health? That's reproductive premeditated murder, really, is what it is. I'm just saying, I mean, you know. Now, I'm not coming down on any of my listeners that have had an abortion in the past and you've repented of that and, and you know, I'm not, that's not why I'm here, okay? Um, <clears throat> I'm just saying, though, the, 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 the ones that are in the streets screaming, the pro-abortion, the pro-murder crowd, that's who I'm addressing. The churches and pregnancy centers in California are on high alert. And a, a Christian pregnancy center in Colorado was vandalized and burned in rioting in Arizona, among other acts of violent raging in the part of the pro-abortion supporters after the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade and sent an issue of abortion back to the states. The mainstream media... Democrat politicians and liberals online and offline continue to screech about reproductive health. So there's a little thing I posted here that was part of this report, little graphic, and it says, for the logic impaired, and it shows a picture of a woman 
who's pregnant and it says your body and it shows you know the, the woman's body and then it says someone else's body and it points to the baby inside the woman not your body not your choice abortion is murder okay so before getting to the points i want to make in this article people need to know and see how crazed and unhinged people are getting because there's no longer federal permission to unlimited abortions across America. Now the states decide this is just a small sample of the insanity being seen across the nation. So let's just listen to a couple minutes of these insane um, lunatic women that are just going nuts over this. All the human rights are gonna start falling down. This is LGBTQ. some woman with like multiple lip piercings and oh i mean this the countenance in these women is is bad community we're next on the chopping block so she's saying lgbtq we're next on the chopping block control and possibly interracial marriage so pretty much so, so they're going to come in and take away all the rights from all the the lgbtq and in gay marriage and in the whole nine yards it's it's all going to be is what she's saying the only thing that's going to have rights in this country is white men and guns white men and guns are the only thing that's going to have right and that's the the two sources of all evil in the universe i don't know if you've all figured that out white men and guns are the really the only source of all evil in the universe um which is the way that hollywood and the mainstream media and the um lgbtq and, and just the pro evil crowd would would paint things this is about the woman who tried to have a baby so bad and ended up having a miscarriage who now has to go stand on trial what she has a miscarriage now so she's gonna have to stand on trial because roe versus wade was overturned this woman's out of her mind that has nothing to do with any of this if we don't stand up now and do something about this, The Handmaid's Tale is going to be more than... The Handmaid's Tale is going to be the norm or whatever. ...to show. And I am sick. I, how do I look at my daughters and tell them that they're growing up in an amazing place when they're not? Oh, I, yeah. I'm surprised you have any daughters. If you're that gonzo over killing your own children, why would you... Is, is I guess that's the way you're bringing them up even though I guarantee you, your daughters are grateful that you didn't abort them. And I guarantee you, you're grateful to your mother woman that you didn't get aborted from the womb or man, if a man's pro-abortion. Are you grateful that your mother didn't abort you? That she chose life, actually? I, I would imagine you probably are. I love to travel and spend money. Like, I love to spend money. But if you are a red state and you have anti-abortion laws, not only will I not visit your state Good. Uh, and, and not spend my money there, but I will also not be sending my children there to college. Good, praise God. And they will not be spending any money there either. I think that if you can leave the country, you should. <laughs> I think if you're of childbearing age and you can leave the country, you should if you can't we need to rise up we need to fight okay I mean, well just i mean it's just 
these women are absolutely totally demon possessed to the toenails and literally insane it's gonna be a summer of protesting again Still living Again, can we get a few more piercings in the nose and the lip and, and, you know, I'm sorry, but that's all dead giveaway for stuff like that, you know, for demons and stuff. I mean, there's no, I've done whole teachings on the whole thing about piercings and tattoos and things of this nature. Just look it up. And I believe I made a very solid biblical case that, you know, you want to try to steer clear of that stuff. How? How have we not completely dismantled the government? How? Why? Why are we all just sitting here letting this happen? I am shaking. These devils have the most liberal government we have ever, ever had in existence in America. In office right now. With creepy Joe and all his cadres below him. But that's not good enough. That is not good enough. There can be no even no victories for anything conservative or righteous or would be considered Christian. None. They can have, I mean, they're getting more, they're gaining more ground in regard to evil by the day, but it's not good enough. And again, it's just like Satan. He never, ever gets enough. And these are mouthpieces for Satan and his demonic hordes. And Satan never gets enough. It's like a fire. You can't ever put enough fuel on the fire. It's never going to be get enough fuel. It's always going to want more. That's how these insane women are. Right now, because of how mad I am. How far women have fought. How far everybody has fought. Fought to kill their babies. Oh, no. For freedom. Freedom. Our freedom to slaughter your child in the womb. Freedoms are being stripped from us one by one by How dare you! Karma does not forget. <laughs> and she may take some time to come back around, but she will get to Oh, uh, yeah. No yes, witch. And when you're in hellfire, because she's... Mm, yeah, you'll, you'll realize it all then. Karma. Yeah, karma. Anyway, she looks to be a bull dyke lesbian. So, um, going back to this, the people above and the other abortion supporters are obsessed with using abortion as birth control. That's what they do, a lot of these women. That's what they do. They will literally use abortion as birth control. They don't, they go out of the way not to use birth control. So when they get pregnant, oh, it's another abortion. There are many of those women that use it in that particular regard. So people, the people above that we just saw and other abortion supporters are obsessed with using abortion as birth control rather than taking responsibility for their own actions and sexual decisions. Uh, next report. Left-wing states form a baby murder alliance and will become abortion tourism hubs for coordinated mass murder of human babies leave it to the left-wing extremists who inhabit the and run the democratic party they have reacted to the u.s supreme court's decision on friday um regarding the overturning of roe versus wade by forming an alliance to continue 
to continue providing an out to women who become pregnant by ensuring they can murder their unborn children. The alliance was immediately announced by Satanist and California governor Gavin Newsom, who no doubt thanks his lucky stars each and every day that his own mother chose to have him. The Supreme Court has stripped women. This is from Gavin Newsom. This is a tweet from him. Quote, the Supreme Court has stripped women of their liberty, their liberty to murder their child. Uh, I added that in. Strip women of their liberty and let red states replace it with mandated birth. Oh, the humanity. This is an attack on American freedom. California, Oregon, and Washington are creating a West Coast offensive. A roadmap for other states to stand up for women. Time to fight like hell. Time for you to get thrust into hellfire, devil. Oh, that guy's evil. Then, um, this is from Governor Kate Brown of Oregon. Abortion is health care. Health care. It's real healthy for the baby. Real healthy for the mother. You look at the statistics regarding women that have abortions, regarding their mental health, regarding cancer risk afterward. You know why? Because you reap what you sow. The spiritual implications. This is why it's so near and dear to Satan because he knows it does all this. Abortion is health care. And no matter who you are, or where you come from, Oregon doesn't turn away anyone seeking health care. The Orwellian moron governor of Oregon, Kate Brown, tweeted this. And then she says, this disgraceful Supreme Court decision will put lives at risk. Whose lives? Because we know how it turns out when a baby's aborted. That life is snuffed out. That life's definitely at risk. It's going to put lives at risk for the women. I mean, this is the satanic thought patterns that these vessels of Satan put out for mass consumption. So going further, she says, and and strips away a constitutional right. Again, nowhere in the Constitution is abortion mentioned or given you know this status of this constitutional right to kill your baby they knew better and this constitutional right has been settled law for most of our lifetimes it doesn't make it right it was wicked and evil from the moment it was ever conceived and put into whatever law For all Americans today feeling scared, angry, and disappointed. For everyone who needs an abortion and does not know where they can access safe, reproductive health care. It's so safe for the baby. So safe. Please know you're not alone and the fight is not over. And may your tongue turn black, Governor Kate Brown, and rot out of your maggot-infested head in the sight of all men, that all men would see and fear, you and Gavin Newsom both, and Biden and all your cadre of evil, 
that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider of God's doing, and the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in him, and all the upright in heart would glory, according to Psalm 64, and that many would be saved, and that great fear would fall upon humanity, and that God's name be glorified. That's what we need. We need God's judgment on this wickedness. Because they're more evil than ever now. Those demons that infest these people are just more stirred up in evil than ever now. They need God's judgment. I pray those that can be saved would be saved. But I guarantee you, if they continue in their evil ways and just keep getting away with what they're doing, it's that Bible verse about because judgment is not executed speedily, it is fully set in the hearts of men to do evil. Well, these LGBTQs, these pro-abortion people, they've been getting away with this for decades. There's been no repercussions to them. So they think, well, there's no God. I believe in evolution anyway. I heard them say that on one of the protesters today. So they think they could do whatever they want. There's no, reper re, uh, there's no consequences. There's no God. So their heart is fully set in them to do evil. Because they are of their father, the devil, and of his lust and of his works, they will do. And he was a murderer from the beginning and a liar. So that's what they are. That's what they become. Sodomite pervert, pervert pride parades march on with new urgency. Again, top reports on Drudge today. Nightmare bombshell. Children paraded with naked men through the streets of Seattle. The child molesters are out of the closet. This is right after. This is this is how they're reacting. The annual sodomite pride marches marches in New York, San Francisco, Chicago, and elsewhere took place just two days after Roe versus Wade was overturned. Meanwhile, Biden's DOJ is silent as pro-abortion riots erupt across the nation. Then we have the degenerate pride events featuring grown men performing highly sexualized activities in front of young children in places like Seattle and Los Angeles. Meanwhile, um, Joe Biden's Justice Department has stood idly by while pro-abortion domestic terrorists rioted across the country, including sieging the Arizona Capitol building, attacking pro-life medical centers, and assaulting police following the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. And... Um, this is a it's it's a, a twitter thing naked men these are um lgbtq they're naked they're on bikes in seattle at a pride parade circling the route in front of a large crowd of children they're buck naked And everybody's cheering them on and, and they're glorying in their shame and they're loving every bit of it. Fire department's there. You know, they got no problem with it, evidently. We need fire and brimstone. We need Sodom and Gomorrah in this country. We need God's judgment. That's the remedy for this. Is it better that they just continue to worsen and worsen and get more evil and more even get away with more and molest more children and kill more children and more children come into child sex trafficking and they defile more children? Is that a better thing? 
No, it's not. When God judges wickedness, you look at the Bible every single time, it has wonderful fruit. And we need God's judgment on wickedness. More now than ever. Then another tweet that came out. Child watches men in Speedos dance at a Toronto Pride Parade. You could probably go on for, you know, ever on this. It's about the children. It's really about getting to and defiling the children. It's what Drag Queen Story Hour is about. It's what these pride parades are. Another story. Boy dressed in drag performs at Dixon, Illinois Pride Parade. Small town USA has gone gay and insane. Those are just a small sampling. Now, what does the Bible say about this? Bible verses regarding defending and protection of innocent and the children. I've read these before, but I kind of condensed it a little bit. But I posted these verses so we can have a little bit of biblical perspective. Psalm 81 verses 2 through 4 says, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. And basically he asks, How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah, meaning reflect and Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. That's what God, you know, wants us to endeavor to do. To rid the innocent and the poor and the needy out of the hand of the wicked. Matthew 18.10 says, Take heed that you despise not one of these little ones, for I say unto you, and this is Jesus Christ talking, for I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. Mark 9.37, Whosoever shall receive one of these such children in my name receiveth me. And whosoever shall receive me receiveth not me, but him that sent me, meaning the Father. Psalm 127 verse 3, Lo, children are in heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. Mark 9.42 And whosoever shall offend one of these little ones that believe in me, Jesus Christ talking again, it is better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were cast into the sea. Psalm 31 verses 8 says, Open thy mouth for the dumb in the cause of all such as are appointed unto destruction. Now, when you look at the underlying root word Hebrew for dumb, it's used six times in the Old Testament. The outline of biblical usage is for someone unable to speak. It could be somebody that's not there mentally as well. And again, you would defend them as well. But somebody that's unable to speak, like what about a, ch a small child so much of the time? You know, they're not able to, you know, their voice is overruled if they have any. <laughs> All these kids in child sex trafficking, their voices are not being heard. It's, it's as though they're unable to speak. And we're going to talk about that a lot. Um, open them out for the dumb in the, in the cause of all such as are appointed to destruction. And remember these verses and what we're going to talk about next. And, and what we just talked about. Then verse 9, Proverbs 31 verse 9. Open them out, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and the needy. So I'm going to let um, these next videos plead the cause of the poor and needy.
CPS whistleblower exposes the whore. It's real. Child sex trafficking, torture, abuse, and murder. An anonymous whistleblower has joined to tell a horrific story of a rescued five-year-old girl that was used by CPS trafficking ring in satanic rituals. See, the, the, our government is totally yoked up with all these trafficking rings. And our government is totally what's creating the open borders so they can bring in more children so that they can ultimately be disappeared and used in child sex trafficking, used in child sacrifice, used in adrenochrome clinics, used as child sex slaves, and whatever manner of thing that, you know, you could possibly conceive in your mind. It's about the children. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. Now, warning, this is horrific content. I'm just warning you right up front, probably not good for have kids hear this uh it is true and my the thing is is i'm torn between okay well you know i know this is horrific but it's going on it's happening and if christians aren't aware of this well how would they know to pray against it most christians are not aware of this most christians in 501c3 church corporate churches across america are not aware of any of this Therefore, there is zero prayer going up about any of this. Therefore, the hand of God hasn't moved a whole lot regarding it. Because that's typically how the hand of God will move. is through fasting, prayer, you know, repentance, these types of things. And the devil doesn't want anyone to know about this stuff. But this is pretty horrific. Um, uh, so I'm just kind of warning you. So I'm going to go ahead and start us off here. Jesus, please bless us with your presence. Come in and sit down. We know that today is not going to be easy. We are after truth, exposure, and accountability. Uncensored, unafraid, and unstoppable. June 10th, 2022. Welcome to the Stu Peter Show. My name is Stu. Our first guest today has to remain anonymous. And once you start to learn the details, you'll begin to understand why. Prior to 2015, David Frodsham was a top civilian official at Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan. But he was sent home after multiple complaints of sexual harassment. The officer that sent him home was emphatic. This man should not receive another post, but should instead be punished. But that recommendation was ignored. Instead, the Army just memory-holed his misconduct and let him rejoin the Network Enterprise Technology Command, which is the Army's big fancy name for their civilian IT department. Because the Army did nothing, Frodsham was free to immediately get back to his demonic and satanic perversions. <clears throat> in spring 2016, Frodsham was arrested in Arizona as the leader of a child sex ring. David Frodsham and his wife were allowed to adopt and then sexually abuse three children plus a whole raft of foster children in their home as well. Which is how a lot of foster homes are set up. Working with the CPS, working as a place to, you know, rent out these kids for sex, disappear them potentially. I mean, it's, it's one hand washing the other. I'm not saying in every single instance, but in a ton of instances regarding the foster care system, CPS, our government, open borders, high-level politicians, local-level politicians, mid-level politicians, Hollywood, you name it. And I got to believe that, 
you know, I didn't do a study last week. I, I just, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't get there. And then all the stuff happened with Roe versus Wade this week. And usually everything with my studies happens for a reason. And it has a lot more impact because now we just covered all the stuff about Roe versus Wade and the gay parades and how the fight's not over and that whole subject, which really heavily relates, if you think, to this subject. It dovetails nicely. We're talking about the defense of children. And I'm kind of glad it worked out this way because, you know, it's all in kind of one, we'll have it now in one study where it's all together. And this all is heavily related. Our upcoming guest was responsible for transporting one of the fraud sham's foster children, a young girl named Devani. Devani was taken from her birth mother because the mother was struggling with drug addiction. Shows a little picture of her. She's so adorable. At the time, and a bad relationship with the girl's father. Although at the time Devani was removed from her mother, she was clean. Whatever the case, Devani... I, I, I can't even wrap my head around why you would be attracted to that, to a little girl, a little boy, and, and how you could even go beyond, beyond... I understand it's demonic. I get it. But then to act on it and to impose your will on a little child like that, I can't even begin to wrap my head around how wicked and evil you would have to be to do something like that. It just, it doesn't even compute in my brain. Mother certainly wasn't sexually abusing her. But that's the exact situation that CPS proceeded to drop this helpless toddler into. And they knew exactly what they were doing. Devani's mother got to see her daughter two hours a week for supervised visits. She had to take multiple buses to get to this location. These two-hour visits was enough time for her to discover that her daughter's repeated urinary tract infections were not normal and she had never had them before. So they took this little girl away from the mother for no good reason at all because they wanted to put her into the CPS system and into the foster care system so that they could sexually abuse her. And then she started having these intractable UTIs, these urinary tract infections, coming out of nowhere because she was being sexually abused. Send me, God. Send me. Make me your battle axe and weapons of war. And if I die over defending little ones, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. That's a good death. But God, let me take legions of these child molesters. Let me slaughter legions. That's my heart's desire. It really is. If you really want to know. I, I'm, I'm not lying what I just said. And I'm not saying I'm going to go out and get a gun or do anything. I'm not I'm saying God. God make me your battle axe and weapon of war. Against this wickedness. I'll go. God knows I am not lying to anybody. I will go. You send me. Again, we need judgment 
on wickedness. And however God decides to do it, we need to pray for judgment against this these legions of child molesting maggots that are doing this. They forfeited their right to live as soon as they did this. Soon as you molest a little child, you forfeit your right to live. As far as I'm concerned, I know that may not be what the our judicial system says. I'm just kind of bouncing some things off my listeners, you know, just kind of let you know where I'm at on it. So Devaney's mom complained. But instead of investigating, state officials blamed the mother. Eventually, they completely severed her parental rights, justifying it by pointing towards Devaney's deteriorating personal behavior and severe temper tantrums when she was around her mom. But in reality, all of this was their fault. The infections, the temper tantrums, and the bad behavior were all byproducts of monstrous sexual abuse that Devaney was suffering at the hands of Fraudsham. But in the end, Fraudsham was only caught because he drove drunk with Devaney and other foster children in his car to drunkenly go and pick up his foster parenting check. Mm. He was earning every dime of that, wasn't he? Driving drunk to get his blood money from the foster care system as he's sexually molesting all these kids, probably renting them out and doing only God knows what else. Only then did anybody investigate at all and act to save these children from this abusive monster. And when they investigated Fraudsham, police discovered homemade child pornography of an adult male penetrating a three-year-old girl who in the video could be heard screaming for her mommy. Even after the sex abuse was exposed, Fraudsham was only given a 17-year prison sentence. Instead of the Can you imagine these poor little things? Good God. Can you imagine what they're going through? Good God. I can't even remotely comprehend it. I mean, I was like smothered by my dad when I was little and stuff almost to the point of death, but he never, I never got sexually abused. I mean, I knew what it was like to get beaten and smothered and almost die, but this is different. This is a whole, this is sexual and this is going on every day. I just, that's why I said we need God's judgment on this wickedness. That's the only remedy. That's the only remedy. There is no other good remedy for this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you should be proactive. And, you know, there, there's a lot of things you can do. I'm just saying God's judgment would be the most effective. Sodom and Gomorrah style is what we need. Desperately. In the head that he deserved. Well, let me back that up a hair. Even after the sex abuse was exposed, Fraudsham was only given a 17-year prison sentence. 
instead of the bullet in the head yep. that he deserved. Amen. Amen. And even after all of this, Devaney still wasn't given back to her mother, who, by the way, had been following a reunification plan and fighting like hell to get her daughter back. And this is this is not unusual. This has happened probably hundreds of thousands of times since CPS and the foster care system came into being. And not only in America, I'm sure it goes on in all countries of the world to a certain extent. But no, instead, CPS handed her over to new monsters, Justin and Samantha Osteris. Soon, Samantha Osteris would torture Devaney by submerging her in scalding hot water that left her with severe burns on 80% of her little body. Devaney had to be placed in a medically induced coma. She lost her toes to amputation. She will be permanently disfigured and will require massive medical care for the rest of her life. Oh, sick. Remember, none of this was done by Devaney's mother. All of this was caused by the Arizona government, which passed around Devaney like an object to psychopaths and predators. And everything that we've just told you, they've tried their hardest to cover up. This ought to be one of the most infamous crimes in American history. It ought to be a national scandal requiring a total rethink of how we manage our foster care system, but instead, it's all been brushed away. But there's another dimension to this story, too. When we mentioned David Frodsham's arrest, we didn't say that he was arrested for child pornography or for ordinary sex abuse. <clears throat> he was arrested for operating a child sex trafficking ring. That means multiple people. According to other foster children in Frodsham's home, David passed around his children to other people. Some of them high-ranking people. Yep. And by the way, he was a foster parent. Man, if you've ever read Kathy O'Brien's book, Transformation of America, I don't advise you read it. It, it. it devastated me for weeks afterward. I mean, it's incredibly graphic talks about Dick Cheney and the Clintons and um, all these different congressmen and high-level guys. And it's all been basically verified. Everything she says is the truth. And now there's other MK Ultra mind control slaves that have come forward after her. She's, same thing happened to her when she was a little girl. Her, I think she was in Michigan and they were passing them around and the Catholic Church was involved and high-level politicians and... Um, you know, it's, it's incredibly common for 15 years before he was arrested. So everybody should be asking, how deep does this story actually go? How many people were really involved? 
How many people besides David Frodsham deserve a bullet in the head? Nobody else will, so somebody needs to be asking these questions. So why not us? Easy, Stu, and then nobody else will. There's, there's plenty of people that care. There's plenty of people that care. We're now joined by a very brave and courageous CPS anonymous whistleblower. Thank you so much for being here. So you saw these temper tantrums firsthand when Devaney was with her mother. What is it that you suppose was causing these temper tantrums? She was very fearful of men. Um, I will tell you that. Um, she she did not want to leave her parents. Um, every time I would pull up there, I, I've never known of the parents to be late or miss a visit. They were always there. They took two or three buses to get there. Um, as soon as we pulled up and she saw her parents, I couldn't get her out of her car seat fast enough. She would grab her mama's neck. And I mean, they were just very bonded the whole family can you imagine the relief of this poor little thing she's being sexually abused by all these different full grown men yeah she's gonna like she couldn't get to her mom quick enough who had never done anything wrong and was illegally taken away so they could put her in this child sex trafficking foster ring the mom the dad and Devani However, when the visit was over and I had to take her back to the fraud Chem house, she would scream, kick, bite. She did not want to leave her mother. I eventually bought like a little DVD player and played movies, tried to get her distracted. And she became very comfortable with me. So I did become her driver probably 95% of the time. But... Um, I wasn't allowed to talk to the foster parents. The only thing, I had a very brief encounter with them. I would bring Devaney there, get a signature, and drop her off. That was it. Um, so I, I had no, there were no red flags for me other than her behavior, her just screaming. Uh, she was only two and a half at the time, so she couldn't really articulate what was going on. So when she would talk to you in the fragmented sentences that a young child that age can do, did she express to you that she was afraid of fraud sham? No, she, she never was able to articulate anything. It was mostly just the behavior. Who did the mom did. complain to about these urinary tract infections and other um, the things? Case, the case manager, the visit supervisor, um, she even expressed it to me. I relayed that information to Barbara Frodsham. And um, I guess they finally did take her to the doctor, but it eventually got blamed on the mom for giving her too much juice at her two-hour visit once a week, which is absolutely ridiculous. When the cops investigated Frodsham after he was driving drunk with these children... They would have had to have known she'd been sexually abused. You know what I mean? So that tells me that those doctors were in on it as well. They had their special doctors that I'm sure the CPS took them to so they could blame it on the mother. Because they're part of this network as well. I'm not saying all doctors are bad. I'm saying that there are ones, though, obviously, that are working with the CPS. 
the foster care system, the government, and Satan. Which in and of itself is horrific. Oh, but that would turn out to be the least of the crimes committed in the presence of these children. They discovered homemade child pornography of an adult male penetrating a three-year-old girl who was screaming for her mommy. I believe that was Devaney. There was only one other toddler in that home at that age, a, a little girl, and that would have been David Frodsham's biological granddaughter. He really does deserve a bullet in the head. So I have to ask you... These devils, you know, I, I just wish they could get a glimpse. Every one of these child molesting devils, I just wish they could get a glimpse of hellfire and the lake of fire and what their destiny is and all the suffering and evil they imposed, it's going to be magnified millions of times in hell and a lake of fire. They're going to get to experience what that little child experienced, except a million times worse. They're going to, they're going to get to experience what it's like to be helpless and having some devil, and I mean that literally in hellfire, devil impose his will on them. They're gonna re they're gonna get to relive that over and over and over for eternity. This behavior wasn't just limited to Devani. Obviously, there were multiple children. He was a foster parent for fifteen years, participating in this horrific satanic behavior sent directly from the hottest depths of hell. She has to suffer an amputation. She'll be permanently disfigured. She'll need medical care for the rest of her life as a result of this. This guy only got a 17-year prison sentence. But Devani, and I'm assuming... It'll probably be on eight years of good behavior. Other children were passed around to other psychopaths and predators. And so the question is, who were they passed around to? Who else is involved with this? Well, that's a good question. That's what I've been wanting to know. And I find it sort of um, infuriating that all of a sudden, two months ago, an article comes out about how David Frodsham risked national security. Why weren't they thinking about that six years ago or 10 years ago? Do you believe that there were other high-ranking military officials involved with this satanic perversion? I believe that the oldest boy that aged out, the oldest adopted son, had stated that. And this didn't spark an investigation of any kind? Stu, when he was arrested for the DUI, he had two toddlers in his vehicle. He was going to the foster care office to pick up his foster care check, drunk, and the police were called. He was not in the vehicle when the police got there. They dropped the charges, um, the DUI charges, because the state could not prove that he was actually operating the vehicle. Now, they also did a plea deal with David. I guess Trump. the toddlers were operating the vehicle for this fraud sham. What a great name for a devil to have, fraud sham. I mean, that's, that's perfect. Sham. There were multiple charges of child sex abuse against the toddlers. 
They did a plea deal with Fraud Sham. They dropped the charges uh, on the toddlers. And so he only pled guilty to the two counts with the 16-year-old boy. CPS knows that this is occurring, correct? There were so many red flags. Um, there were 38 police reports to David Frodsham's house. And he, one of the boys said that he specifically told his case manager at least 16 times that he was being abused. He ran away. They brought real, real attentive case manager 16 times because they're all in on it. They love it. I ain't going to do nothing about it because they're in on it. Back. So is it an overstatement or hyperbolic in any way or any stretch of the imagination to say that CPS is complicit and willing and participating gleefully and joyfully in child sex trafficking? Absolutely. I don't know if you saw an article a couple of years ago, but the CPS workers here in Arizona decided to get some pink T-shirts that said professional kidnappers on them. Yep. There, there it was a big article about it. Because that's exactly they, professional kidnappers. They were open about it. Got the t-shirts, the whole nine yards. They are. Exactly what they are. And they know it. So they got these t-shirts as a joke? I I have no idea, but I don't find it. Kind of throw it throw it in your face, you know, that type of joke. They're joking around about taking little toddlers like Devani and putting her into situations where she's penetrated and raped by what I would assume to be high-ranking military officials. And the state of Arizona not only is covering it up but participating in this because it's a racket and it generates millions and millions of dollars. Exactly. And, you know, CPS gets Title IV-E funding. So... Every year, they have to do a projection of how many kids they have in, in care this year. So they got to go round up more kids for the next year to get their funding. Where's Devani now? She has been adopted out again. And when mom lost all of her parental rights, does that mean that she can't know where Devani is or ever see her again? She no. She, she when she was in the hospital after being scalded by Samantha Osteros, her mother went to the hospital. She just wanted to be there for her daughter, to speak into her ear, and they denied her access to her daughter. So these people, mom and dad, despite their problems in the relationship, but specifically mom would get on two separate buses to get to these two-hour supervised visits. Obviously, they were financially disadvantaged. They didn't even have transportation. And that's who they're going to target. That's who Satan typically targets. Those that are weak, don't have the finances, and at the mercy of our satanic government. I'm not saying every faction of the government satanic. I'm saying this one obviously is. He would scream and cry and bite and kick because she wanted to stay with her mother. Yes. Her mother made her way to the hospital because she wanted to hold her daughter. Mom sounds like she wanted to do anything that she possibly could to reuni reunify with, with Devani. 
She did. She actually obtained a, an attorney, and that attorney waited the time limit for the time to run out and then said, there's nothing I can do. Oh, this is absolutely horrific. Do you think that this is the attorney did nothing probably in on it as well or was told that, you know, if you know, it's good for you. Don't pursue this. Did the Devani in Arizona or is this story being repeated over and over again across our country every single day? Oh, every single day, every single minute. Yeah, it, it, Arizona, I've, I've been, I became an advocate after this, and I've done a lot of research. There's horrendous cases. I mean, just things that would blow your mind. Um, one foster family put, putting a dead child up in their attic for two years. I, I mean, who comes to check on these children? No one. This David Frodsham and this entire David Frodsham needs to be executed. Absolutely. Uh, and anybody else that participated yep. in this 17 Amen. years. What Amen. a joke. What a travesty. What a sick, perverted joke. Straight from hell is what that is. And everybody else. The CPS organization needs to be abolished completely. And everybody that was involved with any of this should be criminally prosecuted. <laughs> and good on you for becoming an advocate and for speaking out. Uh, it takes a lot of bravery and a lot of courage because people disappear when they start talking about CPS. People oh, lose yeah. their lives and disappear. Or their own children. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we will not be afraid here. I, I, I like to call it judicial deception. That's exactly what DCS does when they go in the courts. They they write their narrative, they give it to the judge, and, and <clears throat> they are the only... Um, source that the courts listen to right there's no exculpatory evidence allowed these parents are not given due process yeah. their children are taken away from them and then they go into a database of being a child abuser and, and then they adopt their kids out with no cause no due process and they're just trafficked into the system of satanic sex abuse and being passed around and tortured and scalded and burned and sacrificed and murdered and it's real and you're a first person and if, you're, Go if ahead. you're lucky enough to get your child back that child's so damaged it's real uh just as we suspected thank you so much for your bravery and coming forward and if there are other cps workers there that want to remain anonymous we will of course protect your anonymity this needs to be exposed every single day every single corner of the earth every single ear every single eye needs to be opened and hear this information and this cps organization needs to be abolished and these people need to be tried and they need to be executed when they're found guilty Amen. of the crimes that they are committing against our children go nowhere the Stu peter show continues okay so we have that i'm going to give them a voice you know, I'm going to try to give him a voice on this broadcast. I've talked about this a lot in the past, but next report, good guy. One of the good guys, John Walsh, America's most wanted guy, connected to child trafficking, working with the police and the CPS, America's most wanted host, perpetuating 
child abduction. Due process is dead in America. It needs to be brought back. Megan Walsh, John Walsh's daughter, speaks of her horrific experience between her family and the CPS, stripping her right as a mother away with no due process. Well, you probably know who John Walsh is. For more than 20 years, he hosted the hit show America's Most Wanted, which aided in the capture of hundreds of wanted fugitives. His show helped to rescue Elizabeth Smart after she was kidnapped by an insane man and held captive for nine months. Walsh is also the founder of the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. He created that group after his own son, Adam Walsh, was kidnapped from a shopping mall and murdered, likely by serial killer Otis Toole. Walsh has also pushed for stronger laws to track and punish child predators. The Adam Walsh Child Protection and Safety Act was named after his own son. It's all admirable. But what if there's another darker side to John Walsh? We already know that that's the case. Actually, John began seeing his wife when she was just 16 years old under the age of consent in New York. So under the very laws that he fought for, John Walsh should be classified as a sex predator. But we're not here to discuss that. Adam Walsh wasn't his only child. Shortly after his murder, they had a daughter, Megan Walsh. Megan is now grown up and she says that her parents are putting her through the same hell that child kidnappers have put so many other families through over the years. Instead of fighting child abduction, her parents have become perpetrators of it. Megan has become a voice against our corrupt CPS system and how it's become a form of de facto child trafficking. We know that as well. Megan has several children of her own, but several years ago, her parents filed complaints with the Florida Department of Children and Families to have them taken away. So John Walsh and his wife filed complaints against their own daughter to have her own children taken away. Megan says that the allegations that her parents made against her are all completely false and lies, but she was never even Which is the standard operating procedure with CPS. Remember what she was just saying, that lady that we were hearing. The only one that listened to is CPS. So you've got literally the voice of Satan in there, in the court system. And that's the only one the judges will listen to. I guess unless you've maybe got a really good attorney. And, you, and you've got money behind trying to get your child back. Insufficient due process to disprove them. It was just her word against her famous and wealthy fathers, and her father won. In 2021, John Walsh got Florida officials to seize Megan's children. But now in the past two weeks, something even more horrific has taken place. Megan Walsh just gave birth to a new daughter. Once again, her parents have used the same tactics. They called the Sheriff's Department of Indian River County, Florida, and had them swoop in to literally snatch her newborn baby out of her arms. Oh. It was a viral video. They're showing the cops coming into her house doing this. If you're watching the video, they're showing it happening taking her newborn i mean th this is just beyond incomprehensible people are pissed about this after the deputies took her newborn daughter away for good measure they arrested two of megan's friends on allegations that they were obstructing the officers this is a scandal we believe and it deserves to be getting national attention and to that end megan walsh joins us now megan thank you so much for coming we appreciate it Thank you, Stu. Thank so, I mean, you, you, you would me. think people would think that John Walsh being his daughter, that you would be one of the most protected people against the children being exploited. But apparently right. nobody's immune from this kind of evil. 
You're absolutely right, Stu, and it's terrifying. And, you know, that's why we're bringing attention to this. The country already has this issue. Too many people are talking about it. Too many parents coming forward. It's affecting too many children, and we can no longer be silent about it. I'm just an example. Child Protective Services or CPS or whatever state has their variation of this agency is assisted oftentimes by cops as an enforcement arm to come and grab children away from parents where oftentimes no criminal charges are ever even filed against them because they didn't commit a crime. Then these kids are trafficked into the adoption and foster systems where actual real abuse and trafficking and depravity takes place. Describe what you've learned about this agency since this has happened to you and your own family. Gosh, you know, for years, many know that prior to any of this happening to me, I was an advocate speaking out about the corruption and how we can do better. And unfortunately, what we've all heard prior to now, I am now experiencing firsthand. So she was a target based on that. Evidently, you know, it's, it's like these, you've heard this probably before. It's really Satan likes to control both sides of the situation. Just like Republican Democrat, you know, right left paradigm. They like to control both sides. And that way you can pick a side and feel like you're on the right team. But the reality is, is both sides are being controlled and um, manipulated. I've heard this before that our government will be working with the child sex traffickers, and then also be in control of the law enforcement that, that is going after them. And then that way they can control and pull the strings and control the narrative better. And evidently that's what this was this the whole time with John Walsh. He was one guy, and I'm not saying he didn't do any good, okay, but it was like controlled opposition. And evidently, this is just what what happens. And she was speaking out against it and, and was then targeted. You know, the, your neighbor could be upset with you. Your neighbor could just call and say that, you know, something's going on. And then the state comes in and has custody of your children. And this is very uh, dangerous for our parents across the country, especially if you're raising your children traditionally um, or homeschooling or naturally, any of that. We need to all be aware of this. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it with people that want to give birth at home rather than going into a hospital. And this, I believe, happens because they want to take that brand new newborn baby and inject that baby with God knows what that leads to autism. And then obviously a life of, you know, control through the same system. People are stuck in the system until they're of age, which could be 21 years old. These people are lifelong victims of this trafficking where they see atrocities and horrific things happening. We had a guest on this program just the other day saying that 11 and 12 year old girls are coming into their ministry shortly after giving birth to a baby and then moments after that birth watching these children be sacrificed right before their eyes. Why is it that people can't believe human sacrifice evil like this actually exists? You know, we've all been, I think that we've all been told, you know, best interest of, and we've really been, you know, hammered with this phrase, and we really need to start questioning who is it in the best interest of, actually. Our children. Just like abortion. Who is it in the best interest of? The slaughtered baby or the mother? It's really neither because of the damage that happens to the mother, both, you know, body, soul, and spirit. 
being stolen across this country and they're being treated like commodities. And this also creates a generational issue, uh, then also including the prison system as well. The, uh, the county that stole your kids and the sheriff that showed up there, I have learned for a rather relatively small community in that county has a $52 million annual budget. Uh, all that money is coming from somewhere. Right. And this foster and adoption system generates all kinds of money. These people are literally plucking kids away from their parents and then selling them off into the system. This is absolutely the definition of child trafficking. It is the absolute definition of child trafficking. Children are taken and put into foster prisons, as we call them. This includes big pharma, drugging them up, looking at the contracts that these people have between each other, as well as beautiful children being taken from loving families and adopted out. In type it's showing this witch CPS worker with this big goon cop next to her, and she's kissing her little baby as they're taking her away this is when they when they got her baby this is she's putting this footage up before there's absolutely no incentive monetarily to return children and a very small portion actually even goes to the foster children it's horrific and then even if parents try like hell to get their kids back and go through all of the reunification protocols and programs oftentimes it's all for naught and then they get their parental rights completely stripped away and severed for eternity so we're watching Absolutely. this video of what happened to you. Take us through this. I mean, this is horrific. This got over a million views. It went completely viral. People are pissed about this. They are, and they should be. So take they us should. through this. What happened? I mean, you're sitting there with your brand new child. Mm -hmm. I, uh, we were there at the home. Uh, they had known for months that I was pregnant. They harassed us to find out, and uh, they made no effort to make this a peaceful process for especially my five-day-old child. Um, they decided instead to stay out front of our house with sheriffs the entire night before, shining the head beams on our home and backyard. It's like they were just waiting there like satanic predators to snatch her child. No due process. No, nothing. I mean, you, you can't even possibly wrap your head around this. This is so satanic. Seen us having the dog bark and then came in with every SWAT or any resource that they could come huh. up with in our small town, which has actually gotten out of control since my father and this new sheriff have taken over. Ah. Um, so, so good old, her good old dad. John Walsh and the sheriff have taken over. And I do believe, obviously, this is more prevalent based on probably the state and or county you live in. Because obviously, if John Walsh is going to be there, this is going to be extremely prevalent. Probably hence that gigantic budget we heard. Had she been in, let's say, a county that wasn't conducive to this, and let's say it was out of state, this might not have happened. You know what I mean? It, it, it might have been much harder for him to pull something like this off. They came in with SWAT and then, you know, said they were starting a criminal investigation. And the videos everywhere, everyone saw that criminal. we did not impede whatsoever. And we were asking the right questions. So, you know, like you said earlier, law enforcement is complicit in this. There are real abuse uh, situations and neglect. And we have a criminal justice system for that. Um, this is your taxpayer dollars going towards this system of transporting our children around, taking them and profiting from them. So how do people fight this? I mean, 
what do people do to protect their kids against this? I mean, you have political candidates that are being targeted. I could be targeted. Uh, in mm -hmm. Jesus' name, that will never be successful. But just because I'm an outspoken fighter against all of this, I mean, I could certainly be targeted. Somebody could just call and say, Stu is beating his kids or make any allegations that they want to, um, you know, painting the picture that they're otherwise unsafe. And the next thing you know, I've lost all control and my kids are being taken away by the cops. How do I stop that from happening or others in about a minute? Well, we all need to come together and use our voices and say that we are not okay with this. You need to start looking in your communities around you at the contracts that your local DCF or CPS has with private contractors, pharmacies, and different people, especially judges. The judges uh, are taking these children and they are the ones doing these and making these orders. I want everyone to also look up their judge's local court watching link and, and when you have a break or a day off, get on and start court watching these and see for yourself. You can also write affidavits and submit them to support whoever's going through it. Contact your governor, contact the IG, the AG, and say as a consumer, citizen you are not okay with this and there are better ways we need to address this now yeah we do and we need to be asking a lot of questions uh, you yes. know and a lot of these questions are you know whatever happened to CPS what happened to frazzle drip what happened to adrenochrome what did Hillary Clinton mean when she said that she was going to be sacrificing a chicken to Moloch in her yard a lot of these questions are going to be answered in an exclusive upcoming documentary called these little ones yeah. uh, which should be coming very soon in the Stu Peters Network uh, Megan Walsh thank you so much for being here we really appreciate it god bless you thank you we've talked about all those things he mentioned there at the end there in, in the past as well all right let's keep going child saved by sex abused addict victims of satanic abuse saved by a ministry called warrior brides ministry and i'm going to go ahead and play this now brandy brassel is with a group called warrior bride ministries this ministry focuses on saving and rehabilitating young girls from human trafficking and ritual satanic abuse Brandon herself was born and raised in Atlanta. She suffered sexual abuse as a child. As a result, she spent many years struggling with drug addiction and worked in the strip clubs of the Fulton Industrial Boulevard neighborhood. Well, in 2008, God said, that's enough. And he delivered her from addiction and she began her journey of recovery, praise Jesus. Since then, she's dedicated much of her life to ministry work herself. She's returned to the Fulton Industrial neighborhood at one point to minister to the sex workers there. She's also conducted rescues alongside of her husband with a group called Out of the Darkness. But eventually, she ended up with Warrior Bride Ministries. Warrior Bride offers something that the police and other rescue and rehab organizations cannot and do not, and quite frankly, will not. Their work at Warrior Bride focuses on helping people to build a relationship with Jesus Christ so that they can be born again as a new person. Brandy herself says that it's an honor that God has entrusted her with some of his most fragile children. She's also had plenty of interactions with Child Protective Services, the trafficking operation in the neighboring state of South Carolina. She has seen firsthand how much damage CPS can cause, up close and personal. And she's ready to share that story with us too. Brandy Brassel joins us now. Thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. First of all, I mean, your testimony is amazing. And this is living proof you are that God not only will deliver the most entrapped, enslaved, addicted uh, people living in the worst situations of their life, but then use that person to change the lives of others and lead them to him. It's an amazing testimony. It's awesome. It's only God. Um, and the it's full circle after full circle. So 
I was um, running around Fulton Industrial Area selling drugs and in the strip clubs and hanging out. And then when I actually joined this fight against anti-human trafficking, that's where he sent me back to as the light in the darkness that where I once was part of that darkness. And that's when I started working with the prostitutes and doing the rescues. And at that time, that was 11, 12 years ago, I just kept screaming, what now? Like once you rescue them, what now? They're not able to just change a life. You have to give them a new norm. You have to teach them a new normal because that their normal is not what we quote unquote call normal. And so for 11 years, I've been screaming, what now? What do we do now? How do we help them now? Because we've rescued them, but we can't just put them in a house. We can't just put them in a normal job. They need more. And so when I was able to come along with Warrior Bride and we take, you know, a total approach to rehabilitation, we look at it from all aspects, the physical, the spiritual, and the emotional, and we give them that new normal. We give them the tools so that they can handle stressful situations and not be triggered and run and hurt themselves. We give them the spiritual freedom that God paid, you know, sent his son to pay for. And then we take a physical approach because most of them don't eat right. They don't know how to cook. So we teach them how to cook. We teach them how to eat healthy and how to, you know, physically take care of their body that has been abused and and neglected for so long. And so that ultimately, if they have children, they can take care of them, and you work with children as well. We just heard a horrific story from a CPS transporter about a young girl called Devani. I mean, I, I don't think that I've ever heard a story like that. This is a common occurrence. I mean, people think that this is just a one-off. Wow, that's a horrible story. I'm really glad that Stu was able to tell us about that and bring it to light. No, no, no. This is a common occurrence, isn't it? It is. It was probably one of the most shocking facts that i've learned in this is that child protective services is and foster care system is the is a main supplier for children that are abused and neglected and you know trafficked and everything else we've got one of our first residential clients that we can we brought in was out of anderson south carolina um and had been trafficked through that system um she was four years old when it began and she ran at 18 and that's when we got her. And I can remember this is before we had volunteers working with our, our clients and, and our you know survivors. And so there was very few of us. So our board was hands-on involved. And I sat and had a conversation with one of our board members who sat with this little, this little girl. She's 18 years old. And she didn't even know how to wash her hair. Like she had to put her in the shower and walk her through the steps of like washing your body and washing your hair. And she didn't even know how. This is as a result of abuse and neglect by the powers that be that people are raised to be taught to trust. There's a lot of examples right. of that. People in white lab coats, doctors, you just assume that they have your best interests in mind. People that you elect and send to represent you as you know, one of the citizens of their state jurisdiction, this country, for example. Police officers, these are people that you're supposed to trust. Child Protective Services, well, of course, they're just protecting children, and then they end up in these satanic ritual abuse situations. Is satanic ritual abuse a common occurrence with these trafficking victims that you've worked with? Um, a lot of our clients are, absolutely, um, survivors of, of ritual abuse, and um, majority of them. And not all of them have come through the, you know, the foster care system, but they are survivors of satanic ritual abuse and been trafficked. So how do you identify this? 
I mean, this person comes through the door and you say, this is a victim of satanic ritual abuse. Um, so again, we try to introduce them to Yeshua and bring them to the Lord and, and, and Christ. And immediately they're triggered either by Bible verses, they're triggered by the Lord's prayer, they're triggered by communion. They, you know, can't do it, like physically triggered or run and they will not participate or they, they'll even tell you that, no, they don't want nothing to do with Christ because that he's bad, he's mean. They've, you know, used Christ against these children. So this will start in the church? I would... <laughs> um... That's a tricky question. A lot of them wear that facade of Christ and Christianity, and they're not. So these people can be sitting beside you in church, absolutely. A lot of them, you know, I've read several books with testimonies of people that were good Christian people that were sitting, you know, in your church, but on the dark side, that was their front so that they wouldn't, their evil wouldn't be exposed. Wow. What about their stories? I mean, do a lot of them share similar stories? Um, yes. Um, every Now, every story is specific to each person and their background. And so you have different levels into, you know, the ritual abuse and the higher ups and, and, and whatnot. But a lot of the stories are the same. I mean, it's horrible what these children have been through to from um, just the sexual abuse, the, you know, the bloodshed, the children sacrifice. I mean, it's and they're all similar, and they're all from the ones that I've worked with are from all over the country, different parts and different places, and they're so similar that they can't be made up. That they can't. I mean, it just because of the similarities, but the difference in places and you know, socioeconomics and stuff. People don't really understand, uh, you know normies, I guess, if you will, people that just live their everyday life, people that go to work, they come home, they hustle and bustle to get supper on the table for their kids that they love and that they care for. They bring them to piano lessons or soccer practice or hockey or go to church or do whatever it is that they're doing to go to a ball game. This is the, quote, normal life, right, of the majority of Americans or the thing that we are raised. This is the way that we are raised to believe that life is supposed to be lived. And then you grow up after you get your high school diploma. You're supposed to go to college or trade school. You get your degree. You get into the workforce. You get into your trade. You climb the corporate ladder. You go to church every Sunday. You know, this is the normal life, right? But for these kids, they will never see that normal ever in their life as a result of what they have been through in their childhood. And this is not a platform that censors the truth. We want to know about the truth. So before we white pill people and tell them this can be dealt with, other than Devani and her story, tell people, really, what do these kids go through? What do they see before they come to you at Warrior Bride? Um, I've had them tell me that they've watched as their children were sacrificed. Excuse I've me? Okay, them. say that again. I want I want people to understand what you just said. I have had clients sit in front of me and tell me that they watched as their children were sacrificed moments after being born. Killed. Mm -hmm. Those are called breeders. They do that on purpose by design for that specific purpose. Yeah. I have, um, I've had 
children that at eight years old were sold and raped repeatedly, gang raped. Um, by even their family members. Um, you know, I was one of those people, that those people that the normal life and um, it was devastatingly shocking when I realized the truth of what was really going on. You know, everybody hears about the conspiracy theories and I, you know, whatever. But when you start meeting people, multiple people from different places around the country that are telling you the same thing, you can't just sit there. You can't just not do something. Everybody can be involved in this, whether it's hands-on, whether it's financing, whether you work with survivors or you do the rescues. There's different places. And even through my life, I've been in different places. I was out ministering to them on the streets. I was doing rescues. And now I'm part of the rehabilitation part that I've been screaming for 11 years needed to take place. So does that happen? I mean, you went through this. You personally went through this. You have a firsthand testimony. So you're not just some talking head, right? No. So I got to ask you, when you were involved in this, when you were going through what you now recognize as horror, did you know then that it was horrific? Or was this just what you knew to be normal? When I was running around on the street selling drugs and stuff, I knew that I was doing wrong. I was raised in a Christian home, but I had left an abusive relationship where he threatened to kill me and finally convinced me that I was going and that he would and that he was capable of that. And that's when I turned to drugs. And that's when I got out in the streets and running around in the strip clubs. And even in that, I didn't realize the, the depths of what was taking place of, you know, children being trafficked. I didn't learn about that until many years later. And that's when I got involved because you, again, when you realize the atrocity that is happening, you can't sit there and not do something. If you are, you are not a decent human being. So do you feel, would you consider yourself to be healed? <laughs> um, I think healing is a journey and we're all somewhere in the process. I am much more healed than I have ever been. But I am not perfect. And this side of, of the new, you know, being with Christ, I will never be completely healed and perfect. But I, I believe that I walk in healing. The women that you spoke of that watched their children get sacrificed, uh, these, these people that are, are intentionally drugged, overdosed, street drugs, raped repeatedly, sold, trafficked, passed around, ultimately murdered, killed. Um, the mothers that watch their kids get sacrificed, the people that, that grow up going through this, they were in the trafficking system as victims being passed around and somehow didn't die and find warrior bride or a ministry like it or find Jesus Christ. Do they ever heal from this? Absolutely. Our creator can heal anyone. I fully believe that. And I've watched as, and again, 
like I said, I'm in a journey of healing like we all are. And theirs is a journey. Their, their journey may be longer or may be bumpier or whatever, but they are all in a, a journey of healing. And absolutely, I believe 100% that they can be made whole and healed. Absolutely. You know, you said mothers, and, and I don't want people to have the wrong idea because when you generally think of a mother, you think of an adult. And these were absolutely the mothers of, of children that they watched be sacrificed. But we're talking about 11 and 12 year old children mothers. I, I think that that's important to understand because when you just say mother, it's an automatic thought like you think a grown mom, a woman as a mother. But these are children that are having babies that are watching this. So many emotions uh, that I feel when you just said that. As a father, you know, right. um, who has a, a little daughter that's the apple of my eye. Right. Well, you know, on my shirt, I'm wearing one of our shirts, and it says, I won't be quiet so you can be comfortable. And it's time for us to stop being politically correct and comfortable and being saying the things the right way and covering up the truth and sugarcoating it and quit beating around the bush. Mm -hmm. This is a problem, and we need to make efforts to stop it we've got to get active in stopping it but then even in that we you know like we do we rehabilitate these girls we bring them in and we show them what family life is like because we believe that every person and every child deserves a forever family not an adopted like this is your temporary you're going to be here like a forever family and that's one of our goals is you know to have a forever home and a forever family because every one of our, these children deserve freedom and a lot of times, you know, we think, oh, we've rescued them and they're free, but they're still emotionally and mentally bound and captive. And that's our part. That's what we work on. You know, it, that's that's our section of this, you know, fight is helping them find freedom after they're free. Yeah, because just going to a playground or a swimming pool or a water park or out for the day, that's not freedom spiritually emotionally mentally free is something that these kids deserve and that's what warrior bride does how do people support warrior bride ministries because this is this is so much more important than supporting a political candidate let yes. me tell you i mean Amen. these are god's kids so please support this ministry how do people do it Online, our website is warriorbrideministries.org, and there's a donate button. Um, we are fully funded by do private donations. We don't receive any government assistance or help, um, so it's all donation-based. Well, you, bet, you bet the government ain't going to help them. Uh, support this ministry. I will not be quiet so that you can be comfortable. That, this is... This is what I scream from this studio every day while people say, oh, he's being hyperbolic. No, these are the things that people don't understand when they're going to soccer practice and piano lessons and hockey and going out for picnics, okay? Enjoy your life, but help others to do it as well. Imagine being in that situation yourself. Uh, you're an amazing person and a real testimony, a first-person living and breathing testament to how powerful Jesus Christ is and how he saves. Amazing stuff. Brandy Brassel, God bless you. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you. God bless you. When you go to warriorbrideministries.com and you give whatever you can, 
whether it's the dollar that you can find in your couch cushions or whether it is a million dollars because you have been blessed financially yourself, which I'm sure Warrior Bride would take your million dollars if you have it. Unequivocally, no questions asked. So I'm talking to you rich people that are very comfortable. This is it. And when Brandy just told us, these kids do heal. Imagine that. An 11 or 12 year old girl, this is a child giving birth to a child. This is supposed to be one of the most sanctimonious things in a person's life, childbirth. Means sanctified. For normal people, that's what this is. You grow up and you go through life and you get married and you have children and you raise them and you love them more than anything in the world and it is sacred because they are your seed, they are your blood. These 11 and 12 year old girls are having kids outside of that experience and then watching them be sacrificed, murdered just minutes after birth. Now imagine being healed from something like that. If that's possible, and I believe that it is, nobody can deny God or the power of Jesus Christ. He truly does save. What an awesome thing, Warrior Bride Ministries. Um, unbelievable, amazing. Go to warriorbrideministries.com right now and give whatever you can. Warriorbrideministries.com. The Stu Peter Show continues. I, in I think it was .org. Oh, no, it says .com. I don't need you, you can You'll find I, I I post the link there. I am so over on time. I hope to God this uploads. Um, I have to go to part two now. So God bless you and see you in part two.